Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. This is True Toxicity, episode six. This is where me and the good brothers, we discuss men's lifestyle, manhood, being a man in the 21st century, relationships, fatherhood, and everything in between. I am back once again with the living legend himself, Larry Morgan. One word. What's up, guys? Yo, this this uh <laughs> this cigar is hitting, bro. <laughs> it is hitting, bro. But also, this is also a um a podcast, not just for men, not just to um men in the 21st century, it's also for women to give you like a playbook of how us men think. You know what I'm saying? So women, uh, we got I know we have a lot of uh, a huge woman following. So this is for you too, to give us the little peek into our minds, into our men's mind. Yeah, yeah. I never said it was just for men. I just said it, mm-hmm. it's it's about men. We are we are discussing oh, yeah, yeah. when we until we have the women on here, which we will, we will, we will have some some women guests guests uh, appearing on this podcast. But we are giving them a playbook for being a man in the twenty first century and for men to relate to us. So it's for all genders. We are we are non binary. It could be you can not even be a gender and you can listen to this podcast. Uh, we also have with us the CEO of Five Villains, the multi-talented Sir Brian. What's going on, fellas? Uh, anybody who needs like artwork needs, I am free. I'm trying to get busy, not only in the dating world, but in the artistic world, trying to get my name out there, trying to spread the, the good wealth of creativity amongst from the brothers of the True Toxicity podcast. Yeah, we're just trying to soak up some game from the brothers. Soak it up, soak it up. He's he's the Padawan. He's the Padawan here. Uh, he's the he's the youngster of the crew. But you 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 drop you drop gems, sir. I will give you that. You drop some gems for them. And then finally, we have the three time, three time, three time, three time baby making champion himself. This is Ness. Good brothers, good brothers. As always, a pleasure to be here giving out information for the masses, you know, just trying to help men and women through everyday life, as well as being toxic in the process. That's all we can ask for and think. Absolutely. Like I said, men, women, non-binary, yeah, whatever, whatever you are, we are here for you on True Toxicity. Uh, I will see we will start off we we are going to discuss a topic that was given to us by one of our fans and friends of the podcast Yari, where we're going to talk about what are your thoughts, what are our thoughts on the pressures both men and women face in meeting sociality, societal norms, marriage versus domestic partnership, career savings, earnings, kids versus no kids. And would you say you are happy with where you are in life? So we are going to discuss that in depth. But we had an interesting topic that we left off on, on episode five. I gave my catfish monologue. I think I had a few jokes in there about the, the uh, person that was catfishing, which left Larry, the living legend, Larry Morgan, to ask us if we've ever been fat fish. 
like I told you guys on at the end of uh, episode three, I have been catfish in the past. I told a story about one of my catfish where catfish situations where I was a teenager and I traveled all the way to Virginia and uh, no one was on the other side. I went there with one of my friends from high school and I traveled for eight hours on a bus and then no one was there for when I got to Virginia and I never met that girl ever again our our relationship kind of petered out from there i said this on the on the past podcast that me and larry were on together but i've also been catfish and i think that it would classify as being fatfished as well because the girl that uh did catfish me all of our pictures were were, were from the chest up um she had kids at the time um we we were talking back and forth we met on like a chat line and we, we never actually saw each other. We talked on the phone very frequently. We exchanged social media, but we never actually met. She said that she was over in the West Coast, that she would come and see me, never happened. I said I would go out there to the West Coast, but I've already been burned by a catfish in the past. So I didn't want to make that trip and go into the same situation. But uh, I would say that that would classify as a fat fish in my opinion. I never got to actually see the whole exterior, but I would suppose that because all the pictures were from the chest up, it would classify as a fat fish. So uh, I will start with you, Brian. You said you have been fat fished before at the end of episode five. So tell us about your experience. Pretty much this just told me a lesson to do not date girls off of Facebook. So I had this girl, we talk, it, like interesting, interesting personalities. Like you know, we click. We had some commonalities. Both love to just hang out in the city and just get drunk and just go on an adventure. So we made plans to go do that. And I was looking through the pictures, and boy, do women know how to address those angles? Like it's the angles that be killing me. I don't know if it's the hold it up to the ceiling, tilt it down a little, like an inch down, move your arm back. So like all the, the I don't want to say rolls, but yeah, them, them love handles just start hiding it. And yeah, that shit got me. But it, it wasn't that bad. Like the personality was still there. She was still the same person. It was just like, it was a lot more of that person. And I'm not shaming anybody who is above their ideal weight goal. Like that's just depending on the person. Some people feel more comfortable that way. And some people just know, know it as like a depression kind of syndrome, but shit happens, life happens. And you got Larry over there to, for personal fitness, you know, throw some bucks his way and he'll work you out. But other than that, Shorty was a cool person. I didn't, I didn't come back for a, a, a date number two because, yeah, just when when we learned how we were when we were drunk, it just did not go well. She didn't like to walk, so the adventures did not happen. Like I like to go on adventures. I like to go from point A and just end up wherever, and shit happens when it happens. And she just kept complaining about walking. Jesus Christ. I see I see Larry is dying. Larry is dying over there. <laughs> Yo, sorry. Yo, it's so true. <laughs> Yo. 
<laughs> Yo, don't get me wrong, man. I've fucked a few fat girls, bro. I don't get it twisted, bro. That's not my ideal to like, you know, wife up or whatever, but I've I've had a few. I can count on one hand, though. But um <laughs> I've been fat fished. The first time I got fat fished, I was young. I think this was like early Facebook days, probably like 10 years ago, whatever. This she was pretty in the face, yo. She was mad pretty. And like she had the same fucking picture up over and over and over again. Face picture, face picture, face picture. And it never occurred to me, like, why does she ever take any, like, body pics? And then I asked her one time. I was like, yo, I'm, I, I just see your face all the time. Like, with, oh, oh, no, I don't like to put my body because there's some thirsty dudes out here and, and I don't want to over-sexualize myself. So I was like, all right, cool, you know, whatever. I finally meet her. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> but I try to play it cool. Like, oh, damn, this girl is mad fat. You know, like she was, I don't mind like big girls, like voluptuous. My thing is my, my thing is all, all about proportion, bro. If you're a bigger woman and you're voluptuous, you got to be proportioned. Like your stomach can't be bigger than your ass and titties, bro. Like that's what she was. But she was mad pretty in the face. And I was, like, trying to be, like, you know, respectful. But then I'm, like, yo, the, all that smoke I was talking to her and shit online in the inbox, I was, like, yeah, that, that can't continue, man. I can't take this any further, bro. I really can't take this any further. I remember one time I was actually, this is another girl. I was, like, you know, she was on, let's just say she was on my roster. <laughs> so I would see her every now and then. She Are gave you starting the lineup like, or no, off the bench? Starting lineup or oh, off she was the on bench. the bench. She was on the bench. She she was off. She was coming off the bench. But son, she gave the best head, though. Like one of the best, like top five in my life, bro. Like my toes used to be curling. I would go lightheaded, bro. A lot of times. Yeah. Her head game was on point. So, I will like, say, I, I will say that, that is that is a common theme with the with the big girls. Yes. They, their their head game is immaculate. Dog. I, 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 I would be looking at my brain. That's how it was. And then I would, like, try to be cool, like, play it cool, like, uh. But you know how when Mr. Marcus got taken to the woodshed by fucking Superhead back then, bro? So I was, it was kind of like that. So, like, we was in the fucking grocery store one time. And, like, I was with her and her cousins or whatever. Because I was cool with her cousins. And, like, we was going to get, like, food and shit. Cause we had all went on vacation. She fucking was loading up the fucking cart with like Twinkies and ding dongs and ho ho's and all the cookies and everything. And I was like, yo, I was trying to get her to lose weight. First off, I have since retired as a personal trainer. So nobody comes to me. <laughs> no, I've since retired as a personal trainer. I'm not, I'm not, so nobody come to me anymore. <laughs> that lifestyle is behind me. But um, but I was trying to get her to lose weight because she was like a great person. Like everything about her was perfect. It, uh, yo, I'm gonna keep it a stack. If she wasn't fat, we'd probably be together right now because everything about her, everything else was perfect. Like her head on her shoulders. She was ambitious. Like every time we was around each other, we got along. Like, we were into the same shit, great personality, great fucking conversation. Her family loved me. My family, like, 
they met her like once. So it was like, oh, she's such a nice girl. It was just that she was fat, bro. Like, and we, she was like throwing mad fucking fattening snacks. And I was trying to get her to lose weight because she was a good girl. She was pretty in the face too. And I was like, yo, put this shit back. Yo, what the fuck are you doing? She was like, no, 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 let me just get it. Let me just get it. I'm like, yo, put this shit back. So then I go like in another aisle. We get to the cash register. We all get to the cash register. She snuck the shits in the fucking cart, bro. I was like, yo, this girl right here, man. And then like, <sighs> I was like, yo, what, what? I would like, like always ask her, yo, what did you eat today? Did you eat anything like healthy? She's like, yeah, I'm eating, I was eating healthy. And I went to the gym and I got a personal trainer. And yeah, he had me in the treadmill. And yeah, I'm doing so good. I seen her like three weeks later. <laughs> Said she got bigger, bro. <laughs> she got bigger, bro. I was like, I can't do this anymore, bro. But that that's that's my story. But going back to fat fishing, yeah, bro. You 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 get it. Ladies, it's kind of like a dude height fishing you. Let's put it that way. Cause I've heard stories of women saying they've been height fished. Like the a dude would just be like looking good to them or whatever. Dude got muscles or whatever, and, and then like his height, he doesn't like tell his, his his pictures don't tell the story of his height. I've heard that from women a lot. Like they'll say, "Oh, this guy's," and then they go meet him, and he's short. So, woman, I mean, like, um, it's kind of like that, but also it's kind of not because a dude can't help his height. You know what I'm saying? A dude can't help those things. You can help your weight, <laughs> so it's different. Like a lot of times, a lot of shit, women shame dudes for. Dudes can't help that. But, like, if I'm, like, I can't date you because you're fat, I'm, you can help that. You can go to the gym. You can eat healthy. You can lose weight. And I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not shaming, you know, because people are fat. Hey, I put on a few, like, fucking quarantine pounds, too. <laughs> so I, who am I to talk? But, I mean, like, with if you're, like, obese, come on now. Like, you, you can't be mad at a man for saying that's really not my type. So, like. I just feel, I think everybody should just be like, like straight up what they are, you know? Have you guys ever, I know, I know, I know none of us have, but I have a, a story. One of my friends, he actually got gender fished. Ooh, if you want to call I think it that, that. We need to save that because then we would <laughs> never get to Yari's topic. We would never get yeah. to Yari's topic. So we might, and I'm not we even might have put to him on blast. I we won't even have put him on blast. That. We're going to save that that topic for episode seven. But that yes. finishes off with the uh, fat fishing. Have you ever been fat fished? All right. So I got two stories. One's not so personal, but it's personal. Um, this was back in the days of MySpace. Y'all remember MySpace? Uh, the oh, top yeah. eights. So and that's actually how I found out that I was being fat fished. So had this um, this account add me want to be friends whatever talking to me and the picture her profile picture was this bad spanish chick and not that i have a preference in uh women specifically well when i was single and doing my thing um because i love all women but hispanic women latino women are at the top of that list so i had like i'm fucking boy like between like 12 and 14 at the time. And 
the account, you know, is talking to me. I'm just like, yo, I can't believe it. Like, this girl is beautiful. And she's just like hitting me up, wants to talk, get to know me. Got my number, we exchange numbers. We're just talking. And like, like back then, that's, I was just hype off the uh, how she looked. I didn't even think about, uh, is this a real person? You know, anything like that. So, like I said, we're talking, whatever. One day, I go on her page, just random, and I'm looking at her top eight. And this chick was so crafty that, like, the first top was, like, other, I guess, fake profiles or just, like, people that look good. So the next row, like, the first person, like, what? Yeah, the fourth, fifth person, I'm sorry, fifth person listed on her top eight with some fat chick, like, just, uh, just some real random fat chick. And I'm like, yo, I'm starting to put two and two together. I hit her up, I'm like, yo, you, that's not really you. This isn't you. There's no reason why this person that I'm looking at, this beautiful, beautiful Spanish woman has this fat, ugly chick in her top eight for what they're like the there's no way that you guys can be friends or know each other again i was very young at the time so excuse if anyone's you know getting offended i'm just telling my truth but i'm just like yo that's you you're the fat one you're not this badass bitch that i'm looking at in this picture you're the fat ugly one so like stop talking to me and she didn't lie she came out and told me like all right yeah you're right uh my bad, I'm sorry. I'm like, bitch, you're sorry. Like, what the fuck? This whole time I'm thinking that you're the one in the in the profile picture. Like, that's the person that I'm talking to and getting, uh, you know, wanting to get to know and shit like that. Not the fucking you, like the real you. <laughs> and like, I was, oh man, that was, I'll never forget that shit, bro. I was in the back of my friend's car one day. And that's just, just set it off. Like, that's why I'll never forget it. And then, like, getting clowned by my boys after the fact, that shit was bad, man. It, it, it was, it's a growing experience. So that's why now, like, I know how to look at people's profiles and what to look for, for the fake burner accounts and everything and fraudulent accounts. Now. Yeah, now, yeah, I'm all, oh, yeah, I'm on top of that shit now. But um, <laughs> my second story, yeah, this is way more personal. So... I'm gonna say, um, not gonna say her name, but uh, my youngest daughter's mom, beautiful woman, beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, when at the time of the relationship that I'm in now, we weren't together at the time. So I had uh, met my youngest daughter's mom in a Facebook group. So I'm just looking through her pictures, you know, we interacted for a little before actually uh, meeting up. And a lot of her pics were, you know, uh, like headshots and like from the chest up. So, of course, I was into that, you know, like who's not? What male doesn't like, you know, cleavage and <laughs> shit like that? So, and she just like, just like she was thick. I like, I'm skinny. Just for anybody listening, I'm a skinny guy. My preference, I don't like skinny women. Personally, that's not me. I like, you have to have some type of uh, shape and curvaceous body type. And, and I even, I like BBWs too. I look up to that or, you know, I'm looking up in porn and shit, but that's a whole nother story. So uh, I'm like, damn, she's a little thick. All right, cool. So the day that 
we actually linked up. You know, I pulled up to her crib, wait for her to come out. She came out. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's a little bit bigger than I was expecting. <laughs> like, like, I felt like Smokey when um, he met up with the, the fake Janet Jackson in Friday. I was just like, <laughs> yo, what the fuck? But again, my baby mom is a very beautiful individual. She's a very, very, very pretty um, young woman and a great personality. And that's what I was uh, drawn to. Um, she, like I said, great personality, good head on her shoulders. And if you do end up listening to this, I know you did not fat fish me. <laughs> I was just taking aback a little bit that you were just a little thicker than I was expecting. But, you know, obviously that wasn't a problem. We have a child together. So, <laughs> you know, and if my current girlfriend's listening to this, I tried to be as diplomatic as explaining that story as possible. So don't go crazy on me, baby. <laughs> that, that was perfect. That was perfect, Ibaya. I hope so. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, so, yes, uh, let us know on our Facebook or Instagram page, or even if you want to stay anonymous on truetoxicity at gmail.com. Let us know your fat fish uh, story, and maybe we can we can add the fat fish uh, monologues to the uh, catfish monologues, ghosted monologues, and troll monologues, which will be an ongoing thing. Uh, outside of this episode here because we got to get to Yari's topic that we chose in episode uh, five. So this is the question from Yari. Thank you so much, friend and fan of the podcast. What are your thoughts on the pressures both men and women face in meeting societal norms? Marriage versus domestic partnership, career, savings, earnings, kids versus no kids. And would you say you are happy with where you are at in life? I will start things off and answer that last question. Yes, I'm happy with where I am in, in life. I met someone who I care deeply about, that I love, and we have uh, seven-month-old twins together. And I, it, it, has, it has allowed me not worrying about, you know, I, I, and it was, you know, a year and a half ago when I was still single, I couldn't really focus on things that, you know, would progress me in life, like career, podcasts, and stuff like that. I had, you know, True Hill Heat. I had um, Toxic Talk at the very beginning of uh, Toxic Talk and even like other other podcasts and ventures I was doing, but I couldn't focus, focus like I should have been. But once I was, I found someone who I could uh, say, you know, I was confident enough to see a future with, make my girlfriend and potentially in the future, my wife, I was able to focus more on that type of, that type of thing. So it allowed me to focus more and create not just a wrestling podcast, but a real actual wrestling YouTube channel and, you know, get further in my, in my life where now I don't think I've said this on the podcast before. I think this is the first time I'm saying this on the podcast, but I've more recently become a contributor for one of the biggest wrestling YouTube channels in the, in the world in Wrestle Talk for their Wrestle 2 YouTube channel, being an analyst on Wrestling Daily with Alex McCarthy every Wednesday on the Wrestle 2 YouTube channel. 
I, I become a writer for Sports Keto Wrestling, which is one of the biggest wrestling uh, websites. And none of that I feel would be possible if I was still single and worrying about the, the, the different girls I had to talk to, who can be my my number one, or who can be like Larry said, a starting lineup. I never had a starting lineup, babe. Don't don't hit me when you listen to this. Don't smack me across across the head or anything. I never had a starting lineup or a bench. I, Maybe I had one or two I was talking to at a time, but never started. I'm, I'm not a living legend like Larry here, but um, I don't think I could worry about all those type of things and the things that I'm doing right now if I didn't have her. So I'm very happy in life. But my, my thoughts on what men and women face, I think it's totally two different situations, especially when it comes to the kids versus no kids. If you are a single man, Going into, like Larry said in the last episode, I think it's totally different from being a stepdad than if you're a single woman and a guy has kids being a stepmom. I think it's two totally different situations because of how the reaction of their former significant others are going to be. So I would say as far as men versus women, who faces more pressure in the societal norms? I think it's more women than men, in my opinion, guys. So I will drop that question over to you guys. I'll start with you, Brian. What do you, I, I, let's, let's answer that last question first. Are you happy with where you're at in life? And then what's your thoughts on who faces more pressures and the pressures you face being a single man in your 20s? I'm pretty much at like a confused state right now where like I'm enjoying being single and there's a part of me that just wants to be in a relationship. Like I'm in that middle point of the 20s where I'm gearing more towards like my future, but I still want to just like stay to myself, focus on my career. And most importantly, I just wanted to like work on like getting a better job because I've been just, you know, I just started doing the four-year service, but I want to get into more like a graphic design thing where like I'm on a team building for like different products and stuff and I can have my artwork pretty much just everywhere. So I do feel kind of pressured just being single to where I have like a lot of time on my hands where in a relationship it's more of like a team thing and pretty much just having more like hands on board would just make things easier. Um, I think things will just happen like whenever they're ready to happen. Uh, me being on the podcast, I feel like I'm at the right place at the right time. And yeah, pretty much I'm gonna just let shit happen and whatever happens, happens. And, and more, and it, I feel like women feel more pressured in more terms of society of like having status and everything. Um, I always see on Facebook like, oh, uh, I'm having that comeback story. I just came back. I'm like. Just, just chill. Just do you get put you up like set your goals wherever you want to head it to. Don't be too like reporty, like having to report every little move you make. Like everybody's just going at their own pace, pretty much. Failure. That's that's dropping some some knowledge right there. I, I was there with you, bro. When I was 25, I called that the new uh midlife crisis because that was when I was just like where am I at in life? I was like, I had a job at New York water taxi. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this is not where I thought I would be at 25. I thought I would be much higher in, in life. I thought I would have more of an established job or a future at 
whatever job I was in. So I had to think like more, I started to think more long-term at 25. So I definitely been there and know what you're talking about as in that state of like flux in kind of the middle where you're sometimes happy, but you want to get more out of life. So I totally get where you're coming from. Uh, Larry, living legend, sir. Answer the first question, uh, the last question first. Uh, are you happy with where you're at, where you're at in life? And then, what about the pressures that men and women face right now? Oh, me personally, I'm a perfectionist, so I feel like um, I, I know I acknowledge that I'm at a real good place in life. I got a career, great job, uh, benefits, 1K, and all of that. Making good money, got my own place. So I'm, I, I, I acknowledge that there's people looking at me like, yeah, I want to get there. I want to get there. I want to get there. That and that I'm good off, but I'm such a perfectionist that I don't believe that I will never be like, okay, I'm here. This is where I want to be. I could be a raging millionaire and still be like, okay, I still have to climb this ladder. I still have to get there. I still got to get there. I have like a perfectionist, you know, syndrome, a perfectionist complex. So I'm, I just feel like I'll never just be like, ah, this is it. This is for me, you know? So that question is like up in the air, kind of like yes and no, kind of like, yeah, I, I acknowledge that I'm in a good place, but also I'm still striving to get to where I want to be, which is like endless, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so um, as far as relationships go, am I where I, where I want to be right now? I mean, yeah, I'm getting the sex on like uh, 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 on occasion, you know, and like frequently. So that's that's cool. Didn't but I you mean, just like, have to kick someone out of your crib before we started recording? <laughs> yeah, I did, but uh, I I didn't kick her out. I um I um I asked her what she was doing for the rest of the day, and uh, <laughs> which is which we will tell you, ladies, that is the guy, the nice guy way. I'm telling you to get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, she's a good girl. But I mean, like, I was, um, I, um, <laughs> as far as relationships goes, I think it'll happen when it happens. I'm not actively searching. I tell people this all the time. Don't go out there actively looking for relationships, looking for, that's when you fuck up because you're forcing it. You're forcing it. It'll happen when it happens. So me, I'm like, yeah, I'm dating, casually dating. And if one of them turns to a relationship, okay, so be it. So I wasn't looking, but if it happens, it happens. So that's the state I'm in right now. As far as the pressures that men and women face, I think it's different. I always like to say men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Like men, we have, women, women have like a biological clock. Like they feel like by a certain age, they need to be married or, in a committed relationship, have kids, da da da. Otherwise, they're less than a woman. I know some women who work on my job are making six figures that are very established in their careers, but they don't have any kids or they're not married and they're like in their 40s now and they feel like shit. And I'm like, how can you feel like shit? They're like, I just thought I'd be married. I just thought I'd have kids by now. Men, on the other hand, we have a financial clock. So we feel like us by a certain age, around that same age, that woman feel like they should be married and have kids. We feel like we should be making X amount of dollars or 
Preach. And an preach. That's, a certain, that's uh, what yeah. that's what I was talking about <laughs> with the 25. When I hit 25, that's what I it was yeah. like my financial clock started ticking. Yeah, we all have that as men. All, all four of us have reached that that yo, I should be making X amount of dollars. I should be at this point in my career. What we a lot of us do, and it's it's kind of wrong in the same sense, it keeps you motivated. Like me personally, I don't know why, bro. I, I constantly compare myself to millionaire athletes or something that are my age. And I'm like, wow, I should be there. People are like, no, that's like that's like the one percenters. Like, that's not everybody. And I'm like, no, I should be there, you know. So we have like a a financial clock, whereas women have like a, a biological clock. And I know men who like they have kids and they're married and stuff and loving wife. Wife is loyal and everything, but they're not making a lot a lot of money and they feel like shit. And I know there's women looking at him like, how do you feel like shit? You have a loving family, you have this, you have that. So it, it's like we're wired differently. Our societal pressures are different. And I feel like um I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna say men have it harder, more pressure on them. And so I know y'all said the women have it harder. I think men have it harder because we you look at you know social media. Look on TV, the media, everything out there, society is it's just constantly telling men we have to be perfect in order to be like, you know, in order to be attractive to women, in order to be dateable, we gotta be six five, we gotta have a fucking beard, we gotta look like Jason Momoa, we gotta have a 12-inch cock, we gotta have an endless bank account. And if we're lacking those things, then men get shamed for it. You know, whereas women are allowed to have flaws, you know, women are allowed to, oh, okay, accept her as she is, take her as she is, you know, oh my God, she was just pregnant. That's why she has the extra weight. Oh, she's gone through so much, which is true, but men don't get that same luxury. I think what, what comedian was it that um said? I think it was Chris Rock that said it. He said, um, I, I may be paraphrasing, but he said that um Women, children, and animals are the only ones that are loved unconditionally. A man being loved comes with conditions. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that man has to be able to provide. He's only loved, you know, on account of what he can provide. A woman isn't, you know, he's saying, and I I agree with him. Women, children are loved unconditionally. A man is not. He's loved on based on what he can provide what he could bring to the table, which is, you know, the traditional aspect of a male, which is why I say it's way more pressure for men. We have to be the endless bank account. We got to be that guy that she can take to her friends on show and tell, look like, this is my man. And oh, girl, look at him. Oh, he's so sexy. You know, so it's like men have to be perfect all the time. You know, women don't have that. They don't have that pressure to be perfect. We do. So that's that's my take on this this topic, man. Hope I answered some questions. You you did. You did for sure. All right. So Ness, finish us off. Uh, what are you where are you at in life? Are you happy with where you're at? And what are your thoughts on sociological norms in regards to men versus women? And who you feel have the most pressure? And do you feel any pressure? Oh, well, first off, I am happy where I'm at in life. I'm in a great relationship with a beautiful woman. I have three beautiful children. Um, only one of those children are hers biologically, but she cares for all of my kids as if they were hers. 
Um, like I said earlier in this episode, my youngest daughter uh, came from out of relationship or uh, that we weren't together at the time. So, but she's been in my daughter's life the whole time. Um, my young, my oldest child, my oldest is on a, another girl, my daughter. She's been in her life for five years. So they have a great relationship. Just to interrupt and, you very fast, that's the yeah. that's the reason why we call him the three-time, three-time, three-time yeah. baby-making champion because he's got three kids, all different mothers. But continue. Yeah, that yeah. I, we was gonna get into that. I, I was wondering when somebody was gonna ask me like, "Why are you? You have three kids?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I got three baby moms." <laughs> so yeah, but um, yeah, I like I. I mean, I feel as though I could be doing a little bit better, but you know, overall, like I can't say that I'm, I'm feeling bad or um, my life isn't good. You know, I have a, a, gr a great job. I mean, it, it works the hell out of me. Um, but other, there's a lot of people that aren't even working at the time, you know, and that's a lot to deal with, especially if you have a family, you know, bills and things to take care of. Like I am blessed to know that I can still provide for myself and my family. Uh, like I said, um, all my children, uh, they're all healthy. I don't have any issues. Um, I'm not dealing with any uh, health issues of my own, to my knowledge, <laughs> you know? So like, I, I know that there's certain goals that I would like, um, but you know, overall, like, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself. Like everything is good right now. It could, could be better possibly, but like I said, health and my level of wealth so to speak are both on the up and up so that's all i'm really worried about so yeah i'm i'm happy right now um also going back to you know the pressures of society for men and women i want to piggyback off of what larry said more so women's um pressures are out of vanity you know guys uh do you have a fan like children you know, the way your body looks, um, just things that are materialistic for the most part, in my opinion. They just, uh, society says that, you know, you should be a size whatever that's, you know, slim. Um, I think women get a lot of pressure on their looks. Uh, also, they pressure each other. You know, you see all these magazines with, in magazines and, um, commercials with uh certain type certain body types of women you know and they really aren't pushing um like i say like a like a bigger or or thicker version for women you know they're they're out there but they don't get the same attention and the same uh media publicity that you know a smaller size woman would get uh but when it comes to men we got like financial definitely a financial thing like oh you're what age uh or oh, at that age I was out of my parents house with my own place to live and you know I had this type of car and stuff like that I'm like all right that's cool for you but that's not you know that everybody doesn't need to follow those rules and these standards that society places on each other because like what works for you might not work for me you know you have that job that you can provide these type of things, you know, your house, your car, uh, whatever other frivolous things that people would like to uh, put on themselves. But like I said, not everybody has that opportunity to provide themselves for that. 
And if, hopefully, you know, eventually people that do want that, they can get it, they strive for it, work hard for it, or just put an opportunity that, you know, things can go up for them. Uh, I can't flat out say which gender has um, the harder or, or the most um, pressure on them for society, because I think both sides do. But I can definitely just speak on like certain things that I see, like, like you said, for men, for us, we have to look a certain way to be attractive to women. You know, we can't be too, can't be too short, can't be too skinny, like myself. I'm skinny as fuck. Uh, <laughs> like you say, we gotta have beards, you know, you can't have your hairline receding. Uh, all like just stuff that is just bad that people put these type of, um, pressures on us for we got the greatest personalities you know we can be stand-up guys the most loyal individuals any of that but just because we don't look a certain way or you know we don't have the amount of money in a bank that somebody else has that we get overlooked you know you can meet a guy that is a great guy has a great head on his shoulders you know we might not have uh, making millions or whatever, but he'll get skipped over for the guy that does have a lot of money, but treats the women like shit, you know, and I've, we've all, we've all been there. We've all seen it, you know, cause everybody thinks that it's life should only be about money and it really isn't. And that is a pressure that they put on us as men, far as women, uh, like I said, I'm gonna go back to, you know, looks and that's just, I think the society has this thing about making women look a certain way or want them to look a certain way. But, you know, that's just my personal take on it. Also, I want to say, uh, like at a certain age, one, this is for both um, men and women, like um, at a certain age, you got to be married, you got to have kids. Uh, you know, that's, if you want kids, you want kids. If you don't, you don't. If you want to get married, fine if you don't that's cool like oh you got to buy a house some people are okay with trailers somebody is okay with an apartment you don't have to do you know the white picket fence house because that's what society's been saying for like 50 60 years you know we can control our own narratives and do whatever the fuck we want and it works for us like fuck society to be honest like that's pretty much where i'm going with it you know whatever works for you you keep doing that don't let anybody tell you anything different. Like if it works for you, then it's fine. Men and women both, please hear this. Don't put too much pressure on yourself trying to appease people that really don't have a care for you, you know, cause you want to bust your ass at work because society's telling you you need to have a house, but you're overworking yourself. You're stressing yourself and that's doing damage to your body. You can't even enjoy that house once you get it because now you got to pay medical bills because society told you you need to have a house at 30, you know? But that was just my take on it, man. I think society just let the fuck up off of men and women and let us do whatever the fuck we want. As long as, as, long as we're not hurting anybody, just back off. Let everybody do whatever the fuck they want to do. I definitely feel you on that. Um, me, me, myself, to, to kind of put a bow on this, uh, I, I feel, I felt pressure with now my current, my current girlfriend 
if it's like a domestic partnership, if it's marriage, I know that I want to marry her and I know that I will know when the right time for that is. And right now, I don't feel like that's the right time, but you, I will always, we will always, and especially her, that's why I said, I feel like women have more of the pressure because we have kids together. She has more pressure of like people will ask her, oh, when you guys get married, stuff like that. So that's why I think that women have the more pressure and stuff because no one is going to dictate our timeline, our timeline right. for however long we're together before, before we have a marriage. We have to decide that. We can't let anybody else uh, decide it or thoughts in your head or our parents, how our parents did it. What like like Ness said, society shouldn't do, dictate our lives. We should have our own norms, our own principles, and our own pressures on ourselves. And we can't allow society to put those pressures on us. Can I just piggyback off of that real quick? This is another little personal thing I'm going to throw in there. Um, I have two brothers, an older brother and a, little, a younger brother. They both um, proposed to their, their women, the women in their lives. And that was put on me, my mom, dad, oh, when you're going to propose, when you're going to propose. Now, no shot to my brothers at both a couple of times that they end up taking their rings back. So <laughs> I'm not going to go propose and be like, all right, I don't want to do this. Like, I want to put, like I said, it's been five years. I want to put in um, when it's the right time, I do it. Well, who knows? It could be tomorrow. It could be next week. But you know, like 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 you just said, I'll know when the time is right, not when somebody else is telling me. Like, and then my mom, you know, it's oh, your brother's proposed. What are you doing that? And then I was like, yeah, I bring that up too. And they're just like, all right, you're right, you're right. You got a point there. So I'm like, yeah, just let me just let me groove. Let me do my thing until you know, until you find out. Yeah, that's that's when you find out. When everybody else finds out, you'll find out. But yeah, I'm not forcing it. <laughs> yeah, whether it goes to marriage, domestic relationship, kids, no kids, uh, earning savings, all of that, you dictate where you're at. You dictate if you're happy in the place that you're at. I know for, for the brothers here, whether we're in flux or whether we're happy with everything right now, we know where we're at. That's, that's, the, that's the most important thing, to know where you're at in life. So that will put a bow on episode six of True Toxicity. Any final remarks before we let the viewers go? Let's start, or the listeners go. Let's start with you, Larry. Uh, no, no, no final remarks. Like, piggybacking off what Ness said, everybody just do you, man. Like, I, I know older people, like, you know, my uncles and everything, and, you know, uh, my, my dad, and just older men that, like, you know, on my job or whatever, they always like, oh, well, I was out of my house at age 18 and I had a job, my own car, and, and I was going to school. I'm like, that was a different time. That's when rent was like $200 and, and fucking you were in school because your goddamn mom fucking had goddamn seven kids and single seven baby daddies and, and you got a shitload of financial aid and you had to pay $17.37 a semester. You're sitting here comparing <laughs> your life when you were 18 back in like fucking 1975 when it was easier. You can get a good, you could, back then you could get a good job with a high school diploma. Now you can't. You gotta have a bachelor's, you gotta have a master's. And still, I know people with master's 
degrees that are settling for maintenance jobs. It's competitive out here. Rent is eighteen fucking hundred dollars a goddamn month. Are you kidding me? You're comparing eighteen hundred dollars a month, and you can't get a job unless you have a master's or damn near doctorates, and school is like fucking thirty thousand a semester. You're comparing your eighteen year old and nineteen seventy five to somebody now's eighteen year old in two thousand eighteen, nineteen, twenty. You can't do that shit. It's a different era, man. You can say shit like, oh, back in my days, we used to walk up the hill barefooted in snow for fucking 10 goddamn miles to school. Okay, I'll give you that. But don't compare finances. Do not do that shit. I have to put them in their place all the time for that shit. I'm like, yo, bro, it's not the same. They swear it's the same. Oh, these kids now are just lazy. I was out of my parents. I had two jobs. I'm like, come on now. Different completely different so i'm like yo man don't let don't let these people like discourage you i know it's easier said than done it's way easier said than done we can sit here to it blue in the face and tell everybody don't let society dictate you i i'm one to i can't even speak on that because i'm one to always like damn they're right i'm i'm one to always care about society and how people look at me or whatever so it's easier said than done but the goal is to just do you man that's it bro that was a lot for someone who said he didn't have any final remarks, but you dropped some knowledge there. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you have any final remarks? I agree with what Larry said. Pretty much just take life by your own like pace. Make sure your hands on the steering where you want to be guided to where because things change. Like just like he said, rent is like eighteen hundred dollars. Back then in the nineties, it was like twelve, eleven maybe a thousand for, for a two bedroom and jobs were a little bit more accessible. They were able to pay out more. Not every fucking place was offering minimum wage plus a hell of a, a hell of a experience in that field. Um, Hey, shit could just happen out of nowhere. You could just have that one day where the job and the girl of your dreams just fall right into your place. You just pretty much got to have that mindset of what you want, have it clear and just work towards it and just take things one step at a time. Like, yeah, you may take losses, but that's just part of the game. It's just mostly, even something I have to put personally focus on is just staying present, just enjoying where you're at and just let things go. Just woosah that shit off. Woosah, woosah. I agree with you, good brothers. Those are perfect final remarks to leave off everyone. So this has been episode six of True Toxicity. Guys, it's a reminder to you, favorite this. If you're listening to this on Anchor or Spotify, subscribe. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, we want your ratings on this podcast. We want to hear your thoughts. Please comment under the post on the True Toxicity Facebook page or Instagram page and tell us what you thought about this episode. And of course, if you have any topics, anything you would like us to discuss, you can send us an email at truetoxicity at gmail.com. On episode seven, yes, I will bring back the catfish monologues and we will give you part two of Mrs. 35 Social Media's Ashley and her second appearance on season eight of Catfish. 
and we will talk more about this nice list of topics that our good friend and fan of the podcast Yari gave us on episode seven. So for the three time, three time, three time, three time baby making champion, this is Ness. Thanks for always tuning in, giving us the platform to speak to the folks, the fine folks out there, you know, tuning in with us weekly. A lot of germs was dropped on this episode. I, I don't know, man. I might have to say this might be one of my favorites. This, this episode and the, the one prior, we were in rare form, you know. But as always, such a good time with uh, myself and my toxic brethren here. So thanks for listening. For the CEO of Five Villains, the multi-talented Sir Brian. I see, I see why you threw that surname in there. I, I was thinking about that over these past few weeks. Very shady of you. <laughs> um, thank you for everybody for listening. Sponsors, I know as this podcast is growing, a few companies are heading on and catching the, the toxic fumes in the air. Send us an email. Throw us some stuff. Throw some money our way. We'll give you some time. We'll advertise your stuff. Whatever you need. The podcast world is open for everyone. And we want to get paid too, baby. So. Send us the email, truetoxicity at gmail.com. We'll talk some business. This man is a businessman, and I'm happy that you finally caught on because my girl, Tia, she called that from the first episode that we did. She was like, I know why you're calling him that. And uh, <laughs> he's a much better businessman. And for the living legend himself, Larry Morgan, one word. Uh, th- th- thanks everybody for listening. Piggybacking off of what Sir Brian said, man. Yeah, we can use them sponsors, man. I want some beer sponsors, bro. Any beer company out there, I will drink your beer on air all the fucking time. I will drink your beer. Great man named Brock Lesnar once said, I'm not biased. I will drink any beer. So the first one that comes to us, I will drink your beer forever and ever. Yeah, if the beer, <laughs> if the beer sponsor comes comes fast, we will we will start putting up these videos up on a true toxicity YouTube channel. So more incentive for you. And it is me, it is me, your true heel phenom, SP3. This has been True Toxicity, episode six, signing off until next time.